I am the leader of the cult of motherfuckers, and with me is the man of the hour, the podcast power, he's a pussy magnet, he's a one of a kind, he's the thrill man, as he was known in public school, but now he is the bud man, say hi. True story, I was a thrill man in public school, Woo! kids used to call me. The thrill man, because I used to stand on desks for thrills. So, motherfuckers, hopefully your merry ho-ho and your, and your new year's been happy so far. It's early. So, I was thinking of predictions for 2020, but then I thought about it and I thought, you know what, I'm no Nostradamus. But, hey... As of this recording, guess what? Canada's uh, World Junior Hockey Team, we just won gold today. Woo! Go Canada! Woo! A big comeback win against Russia. So that was fantastic. I watched that today, like most Canadians. I caught the tail end of it. It was good. Next year, it's in Edmonton and Red Deer. So that's good. Canada will be uh, defending the championship next year on home ice. So, it is currently, I'm looking at the window of the studio, and it's snowing like a son of a bitch. Uh, oh, by the way, <laughs> now we got an actual table to set our shit on and sit uh we can sit at an actual table now, and I don't have to hold my mic in my hand. So that's pretty good. So we're moving on up here now. Uh, if Budman wants, he can explain to you our original system, but it did not involve a table. <coughs> our original system was like a... Uh, I am professional. <coughs> step stool. We would put the our recording equipment on a step stool, and we would I sit on chairs around this fucking step stool. And hold our microphones like fucking savages. <coughs> oh, shit, that's good weed. <coughs> like savages. Well, it's okay, weed. Savages. <coughs> I'm not... <coughs> you okay there? <coughs> no, I'm surprised. Smooth. <coughs> so, uh, on this episode today, we're going to have... Uh, the Hater and the Lover, a new segment we're going to do once in a while with uh, my wife, basically, and uh, we're going to uh, talk and uh, see what happens. It was interesting recording it. 
We recorded it on New Year's Eve, and I was pretty wasted, so... So was she, holy fuck. Yeah, I don't feel any pain, that's for sure. Like most uh, listeners, I suppose. So, uh... We have been recording ahead a little bit. Well, uh... We were not uh, posting anything, so we were getting ahead on episodes a little. We did post uh, five fun facts about Hamilton. You should check that out. Oh, uh, yeah? We yeah. did do that on Boxing Day, as a matter of fact. That's right. Did that's we do anything we got else? this fancy-dancy computer. Oh, as of this recording, hey, you still haven't seen a new commercial yet. What's going on? It's in the process. Man, these things take time. You know, I do have a couple things in my mind. First off, since my last rant, I realized that, uh, well, actually, okay, okay, let me start uh, this over. Because technically, after last week's rant, I thought, well, basically, I was done with it, blah, 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 I made my statement. Moving on. But then I got talking to my wife, a.k.a. the lover. And uh, it occurred to me that, uh, you know, there, for now anyways, there is a simple, kind of simple solution to this. And we got talking and here's the fucking thing. Okay. Me personally, I'm going to say whatever the fuck I want to say. Now... Whether that's going to be politically correct or not, you be the judge, obviously. But I'm going to say what I want to say, and everybody else should be encouraged to do the same thing. As my wife explained to me, she said, look at it this way. As we were sitting in the kitchen, or standing in the kitchen, sorry, and she was making her breakfast, and we were just having conversation. And I said, well, okay, Everybody should be able to say what they want to say, but then you have this bullshit, slanderous bullshit that happens on the internet, and then it just stands up being a whole bag of shit, basically. But then she she said something to me, and I stopped, and I thought about it for a few minutes. She said to me, she said, but you know what? Here's the thing. If fucking everybody just stopped and actually listened for a minute, people would be able to say what they want to say, and if somebody didn't like what that person said, why couldn't you just politely go up to them and go, Hey, I find that offensive. Please don't say that or do that again. And then the other person just go, Hey, okay, sorry about that, but I still believe whatever I believe. And moving on to the next conversation, and who knows, you might find another person that has the same kind of fucking you know, shit going on in their brain like you do. And you agree to it, but don't agree with it. The point is, is it's so simple of a solution than going on the internet, getting on Twitter or on Facebook, and slandering back people that you're accusing of slander in the first place. Why, though? I get it. I get it. I know why, though, because it's more dramatic that way. And you think, oh... I'm getting my fucking opinion out in the world and blah, 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 whatever other twisted shit goes through your head to make you justify it. 
But at the end of the day, even if you see something on Twitter, you don't like, couldn't you just tweet back, hey, I find that offensive, please don't say that shit around me, or, you know, blah, blah, blah. Instead of going, well, hey, you, just you motherfucker, you piece of shit, blah, 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 slander, 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 fuck your mother. Even then, you can just block them, so you don't see that shit at all. Well, that was gonna. That was the other point she made. She she was like, or you could just be a fucking grown ass adult if you don't like something, or you know, you hear something that you find offensive, just block it out of your life. Is how she put it. Basically, her point was, which I I agree, is you know there are much. Better fucking ways of approaching shit. But of course, though, that still comes back to if someone says to you, hey, you motherfucker, okay, well, then you have to process in your head, A, first, do I know this person? B, do I like this person? And does it sound like it's done in malicious fucking manner, in a malice manner? If not, well, then C... It's okay to call him a motherfucker because it's the way you're using it in the context that you're using it. Wow! You being sarcastic or... No comment. No! Fucking state your case. I just think it's a, you know, common sense practice. Yeah, but nobody has enough common sense to do it. Wow. Yeah, wow is right. But it's fucked up. It's fucked up. Holy shit stain. Oh, wait. I might have just defended a shit stain. Uh-oh. Like, come I on. I don't think there's people that identify as shit stains. Oh, I don't know. They identify as fucking giraffes and uh, grains of sand and whatever else anybody can fucking think of. I don't know. I'm going to look this up real quick. Okay, look it up, man. Look it up. Fuck, we're not going anywhere. By the way, while he's looking that up, I will say this episode, we kind of changed the subject. Well, I changed the subject matter. Because over the holidays, we were originally going to do something else. But we'll bring up these topics again on another date. I believe I originally wanted to do... Let me get out my book of bullshit here. I think we originally scheduled, yes, for this episode, uh, the two topics, the biggest hoaxes in history. And I wanted to talk about famous assassinations in history. But you know what? Fuck the history lesson. Instead... Because I sat around, and it's actually my wife's fault, because she turned on Ghost Hunters the one night, and there was a marathon, and we started watching it. But, wow. You know, I'm not, uh, I don't want to talk about the fucking spiritual end or supernatural hocus-pocus bullshit of it. But I want to sit down and discuss, legitimately, is this a science? Like, is there science behind what they're doing? Is there any way that they can ever validate any of this shit? And if they do, well, then where do we go from there? Because I was watching these shows, and I'll be honest with you, I some of the shit that they were doing, I was like, wow. You know, and then you get thinking, you know, you go back to physics in high school and all that other stuff while you're watching it, and you start thinking, you know what? Maybe that thing can monitor fucking energy patterns and maybe this will happen and blah, blah, blah. But we'll get into that as we go along. We're not at that 
subject yet, but because I absorbed all this, that's why we're going to talk about it this week instead. Anyways, yes, sir. What did you find? What are your findings? So, I did find out. Yes. I should have thought of this before. Two girls, one cup. That's a fetish. What? That's gross. You've watched two girls. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I don't need to see it again. I can pull it up for you if you want. No, no, it's quite all right. Have you watched One Guy, One Jar? One Guy, One Jar. I don't know if I really want to. He sits on a jar and breaks it. While doing what? Well, it's up his ass. No, I don't need to see that either, thanks. You don't want to see him shit out blood and glass? But this is what I'm saying, that no one finds that shit offensive. I'm sure lots of people find that shit offensive. But here's the thing. Hey, you don't need to watch it, though, if you don't want to. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. Come on. There's, there is a fetish called Tam Makery, and it is taking pleasure in being kicked in the balls. Oh, yeah, because that's, that's a pleasurable fucking act. What? 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 Anyways, let me finish uh, talking about this week when we get into this week's podcast, like today's podcast, if you will. Uh, we poop are beating doing... poop eating is called a fecal fetishes. Oh, I'm not even making a comment on that one. Oh my lord! We're gonna do the quiz today, anyways, and uh, like I say, we're gonna talk some uh, spooky, ghostly uh, stuff. Well, the science of it, anyways. And, uh, yeah, today's show will be good, I think. Just one more quick fetish. Okay. Technology fetish. Ooh. It's, uh, when you love robots or oh, want yeah. to turn into one. Yeah. You want to be you turned be a into a robot. You want to just be fucked by a side. Wow, could you imagine a robot just came up to you one day and was like, I'm going to pay the right price. Ass, I'll give yeah. you the right time if you don't want it. Send me on your way. Do you want some cold steel? <laughs> oh, you better want... You, hey, hey, only the real dirty sluts don't ask for lube. That's for sure. They're going to fuck a robot. That's dirty. Taking Ooh. that dry? Holy fuck. God damn. Anyways, I don't know if I have anything else I want to talk about here at the moment. I don't think so. Do you got anything you want to uh, throw in here? Nope. Wow, that was a pretty long pause just for... Nope. Nope. Oh, by the way, we're at episode 15. That means after this episode, there's four more episodes to the Rick and Morty episode. Rick Rick and Morty. Morty. Then right after that, we're planning to have Aliens Revisited because we want to talk some more aliens because we had so much fun doing it the first time. Yeah. And then, of course, there'll be Superheroes Revisited. It would be re-re-revisited now. Yeah. So, yeah, we do have some things planned ahead, for sure. We have some uh, wonderful five fun facts planned ahead. We recorded about seven ahead. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be good. You're going to learn some uh, interesting shit in the next couple months. More useless information you can put away in your head. And scare people away on the bus with. That's right. Because you that's your jam. Look at them and be like, let's get married. And do a challenge. And we'll get to that on episode 16. Yeah, I found some out some interesting uh, things over the holidays, let's put it that way. 
needless to say. So, yeah, there's some things to look forward to in the upcoming uh, month or so. I mean, you know, we might as well promote our asses now. So, that's we're my back, promotion. Bitch. And where can they still find us, by the way, bud man? Hit it. Do YouTube, it. Instagram, Facebook. Twitter, and our website at www.nothingsacredpodcast.simplesite.com. Ooh, he's like that dramatic pause at the end there, eh? That's pretty good. So yeah, that's some uh, that's some of the fun stuff we have coming up. By the way, next week we're gonna uh, talk about uh, animation on TV and then movies and. We're going to talk video games. Video games. So I know you can talk oh, about that one video game shit. that you're into right now. Do you want to do a mini little... Oh, uh, I, can, I can get into it right now. Do you want to do a mini little... Uh, Let me pick up my mic. Here, Here's a little preview of next week's video game talk. So, I've been playing The Forest lately, Hater. In The Forest, you, you're on a plane in the beginning... And you pick up your child's book, and it's like a survival guide, I guess. And then you look at your child, and something happens, and you're shaking around in your seat, and you look at him. And the whole time I'm looking at him like, man, you're going to die. I'm <laughs> never going to see you again, Timmy. Not little Timmy! And at the time, I didn't know his name was actually Timmy, so that's what I called him. Why is it every little kid in distress, swear to God, it's named Timmy? Timmy's Alan Noel? I don't know. But, uh, so the plane crashes and you wake up in the aisle of the plane and your kid's passed out on the ground. You blink Jesus. and a cannibal has picked up your child and he's looking at you and you're crawling towards him. You're like, well, at least I was like, no! I'm like, no! Wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you talking, like, the cannibal dude's, like, fucking... Gareth from The Walking Dead, like cannibal dude, you know? Tainted meat when no. Bob was yelling. No, oh. no, okay. no, I mean like hardcore cannibals that live in caves that don't have sunlight, so they oh. become gray. So like tribal cannibals. Yeah, it's fucked up. Like you'd find in the rain. You don't forest. know what the hell they're talking about or saying. Okay. And they right, scream gotcha. at you and laugh, but anyhow. So you wake up and this kid's getting taken away and... You're like, no, Timmy, no, and then you pass out, <laughs> you pass out, and you wake up, and you take this axe out of the stupid stomach, and you're like, this is my axe, bitch. Damn! But, uh, you have to survive on this island, and Some I'll get into shit. my base and the design of it after, on the, when we actually talk about the subject, but... Yeah, next, next episode, video little, games, but this is a preview. We're gonna talk about that, some Mortal Kombat, So probably. what are the graphics like on that game, by the way, just quickly? Honestly, they... it depends what kind of TV you have. Okay. If so... If you have a 4K TV, it's fan-fucking-tastic, I've been told. I'm running on a shitty monitor, so I don't know. Okay, but basically, is it your base? Does it look like basically your it standard or amazing? Apparently. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, we're gonna get into the video games, and you know, I'm definitely gonna touch on like Mortal Kombat. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, we can talk about any video games you want to talk about. Old school, new school. Fuck it. In between. Some Nintendo 64 games like Mario Kart. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So that's what we're going to do. And we're going to talk about animated movies on animated TV shows. Are we going like, oh, well. 
then you got to do some research, because I'm way ahead of you. On what? Just anime shows. Well, anime, any kind I'm of animation. I'm way ahead of you. Any kind of animation on you TV You ever watch Full shit. Metal Alchemist? That shit's amazing. Oh, I'm going to watch some cartoons next week. No, this isn't a cartoon. This is a fucking anime series, and it's fucking crazy. Well, it's still cartoon. It's anime. Whatever, man. You call it what you want. I call it <laughs> Whatever, film. man. What do you call it? I call it an adult TV show that's animated. Well, it's still animated. That's what we're talking about. Animated yeah, fuck TV cartoon. shows, man. What the shit? Ain't no fuck cartoon, motherfucker. Uh-huh. People die! Yeah, people die you in cry. cartoons. Do you know in older cartoons... Fucking death was more of a thing than it is now, that's for sure. Yeah, man, I came in the other day and we were watching the Justice League and two, like, good characters just vanished. They just died. No, the two lanterns. Yeah, right in front of our eyes. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, they didn't have death all the time in that cartoon, but But when when they did, did, it was pretty significant. You knew it was going to be a crazy-ass episode and there were going to be, like, four different parts to it. Yeah, man, they, 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 that's a great cartoon, man. Well, they kept it coming back because they were like to be continued. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great uh, fucking uh, cartoon, though, man. Like, of course, it, it all goes into the world. Uh, Batman, the animated series, that world started, you know, the Justice League world, and then from there you had Superman, the animated series. Justice I never League watched Unlimited. Superman the Animated Series. Really? No. should check it out, man. It's much like Batman the Animated Series, basically. Like, they're all basically off of that series. Like, that particular group of uh, animated shows. But we'll get more into that next week, too, I'm sure. I'm sure. So, I guess, without further ado, if they say... Or who they say, or what they say. I don't know, I'm pretty fucking high. Like usual. So I'm in my normal state of mind right now, if you will. Leprechaun here say what? Holy fizzle, sniffle, snaff. It's raining like a fucker out there. Are we on? We're on. Oh, well, it's raining like a motherfucker out there. It's Saturday. We're recording during the day, which just feels fucking weird to me to begin with. I don't think we've ever recorded during the day. Too much light, I'm like a vampire. Eh. Anyways, it's in the news, blah blah, whatever. Let's just get it done with. So, the Iran versus America fucking pissing match. I'm sure uh, everybody... Has been watching it on the news or on the net, because that's all that uh, has been on it. Go ahead, man. Say your thing. Do it. You want to turn your fucking phone down, hater? Whatever, do it. Just go. What? Just go, man. But the Iran-American thing, go, man. I know you want to. It's all you've been talking to me about pretty much since our last recording. I have my opinion, but give her. Pretty much. In broad spectrum, the United States of America... America! America. Sent a drone over to Iran, or launched a drone in Iran, sorry, and 
killed an Iranian general. Who needed to be killed, I might add. According to Trump, he was the general that was responsible for all the roadside bombs and car bombs that were taking place to their troops. And they had evidence, supposedly, that they were threatening America and, what was it, like... Well, they've been up America's ass all the way back since 1979 or even before that. I mean, Iran has been up America's ass, or vice versa. But, um, and then, so Iranian people rioted in the streets. They went through this huge three-day funeral for their hero, this general. Because believe it or not, you can look it up. The Iranian people, they had this huge funeral where people in almost every fucking city in Iran went out into the streets. There were, there was a huge stampede that happened and killed like something like 60 people. It's not the exact number, but that's fucking crazy. For someone that just blew up people, uh, I don't know what he did for his country, per se, but god damn. And then, after this, they swore revenge on the United States. So, no, get get it right. What they're saying is it's not the American people or America themselves. They want Trump. So, point being is they sent missiles to their own bases in Iran that were housing the United States troops. But Trump saw this coming and apparently pulled all the troops out of those bases. At least he did something right. So, pretty much nothing really happened from that, but the plane went down. Oh, yeah. Now it's getting touchy. So a plane went down pretty much the same night of those attacks. Commercial airliner. And a commercial airliner with 161 people. A lot of people. A lot of people. But uh, 57 of those people, I believe, were Canadian. Yeah, were Canadian that... They're people that we lost. We lost. Yeah. And it was, they were trying to blow it off for the past week as a failure, mechanical failure. It couldn't be Iran. And then Canada came out with intelligence saying that they believe Iran could have used an air to... Well, they they admitted it this missile. morning. They admitted that yeah, this they, morning. They admitted to, to it this morning. Like officially. And then last night there were... They're still calling it human error, but now yeah. at least they're saying, hey, yeah, it was our missile. We hit it. Anyways, go ahead. But I forget the exact date. The U.S. shot down an Iranian airplane way back when. Okay, but... Just let me stop you there for a second. We can go back and forth all day about this, because in 1979, who held American hostages? Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's... it's For a whole year, practically. Yeah, it goes back for and over forth, a year, man. Let's sure. not... You know, let, let's keep it in perspective. You know, you can argue who might have started this pissing contest, but the point is, at the end of the day... It's been going on since I was a kid. And I'm 49 fucking years old. I just don't like the fact that uh, Canada pretty much just said, oh, it probably was unintentional. 
whether it's unintentional or not, that's still... We don't have the numbers to be losing people, people. You well, know what I'm NATO's getting involved, so this could get interesting. So, stay tuned for that one. Like, I don't... But other than that, that's pretty much as caught up as you can get. They admitted to it, apparently, this morning that it was due to human error. But Until proven fucked. otherwise. Yeah. But I'll say this, you know what? You can say to Canadians this morning, you know, well, it was human error, sorry. But the fact remains, they were our people. And they're no longer here. Because, whether it was intentional or not, somebody's fucking stupidity and that fucking plane and all those fucking lies were lost. Now, to me, you know what? The, who... You can go on about the general and what Trump did and blah, blah. But for me, it come right down to it at this particular moment is, okay, now civilians, innocent civilians have been involved, over a hundred of them, and they all lost their lives. This is a problem. This is well, a problem. Well, it also comes down Any to way you look at it. the Iranian government, like, it was hours or two days or something like that after the plane had crashed. They were bulldozing the site. Like, it seemed like they were trying to cover it up, but their own civilians were taking too many pictures of the incident. It's messed, man. But what I'm saying is if that was deliberate and that can be proven, you know what? I, I have sympathy for the Iranian people, but, but all hell... Is going to probably break Here's loose. the thing, too. People act like so no better other... better have been accidental. They act like no other planes had lifted out of that airport that, that night. When, in fact, there were, like, Lots. several other planes that lifted out of the airport. And another thing is, is, how do you accidentally shoot an airplane out of your own fucking airport? Like, it had just lifted off. It got hit at, like, what was it, three minutes and 45 Yeah, they weren't up very long, air time, And then a fucking... Its descent was longer than its flight time. Legit. Like, people said that they could clearly see something happening. It like, was fucked. From I the ground. Know. They weren't that high up. Maybe maybe I'm just crazy, but if you have military by that base, wouldn't they be used to seeing these planes? Wouldn't you think they would tell these planes... Differently? In order to, to not move? go in the air? Well, that was Hello? another thing that, like, people are bringing up, oh, too. Oh, what the fuck? Like, the United States had put a clear bolt in, like, we don't want people flying from the United States to Iran right now. We don't want any kind of flights like that. I'm talking about even the Iranian government. Hello, if, you do, if you're true to your word, and you didn't want to involve civilians, well then, assholes. If you know the airport is close by, why wouldn't you give a heads up to the airport and go, look, delay all your flights because we're going to start firing firecrackers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? But they say it was probably an accidental missile. Human Accidental. Error. Whatever. You know what? Until they can prove otherwise, but I'm saying personally, come on. You either did that on purpose or, sweet Jesus, they have some of the stupidest fucking government in the world. Really. Yep. Like, no common sense.
Because let's face it, at the end of the day, again, I feel for the Iranian people, but the government of Iran, they can't, at the end of the day, they're going to lose. Any way you look at it, you're going to lose. And it's in that scenario, losing, it's not going to be good. Like, you're going to be a fucking crater in the ground. Like, this is, you know... And I was watching on the news that the Iranian people are getting scared. Well, maybe they should. Because it's a pretty touchy situation. I don't know. That's that's a good way to kick off the new year. And this is probably yeah. the closest my generation has been to war. It wouldn't be a world war because... No. Because it comes back to, let's be realistic, Iran, it come right down to it. You, you were in no position to take on the world. No position. Never mind America if push comes to shove. So that's what makes this whole thing sad. At the end of the day, because if the Iranian government truly thinks that they can take on America and everybody else, man, that's a scary, scary situation. But, uh... Yeah, I guess this has been... In the no, well, fine. Let's just keep this going on the net, whatever. Let's just do on the net. Because uh, I'll make this sweet and short, hopefully. But I'm sure everybody's seen it. Even if you didn't watch the stupid awards show, which if you do, I think you're a fucking moron to begin with. But uh, Ricky Gervais, man, <laughs> and the Golden Globe Awards. I'll say this. How refreshing is it that finally somebody just said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to tell it the way it really is. I'm going to do it in a funny and obnoxious way. And and the brilliant part of his whole monologue right at the beginning, oh, these are just jokes, are they? Are they? No. But they're funny as shit. They really get into there. The one where he's like, I forget who he's talking about, but he's like, and she's licking oh, Judy like a cat. D- yeah, Judy Dench. Yeah. yeah. And she's in cats, and she's down there licking. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, <coughs> hairball. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. And he's in front of everybody. He's like, this is, this is my fifth time hosting this. This is gonna be my last time hosting this. Obviously, so fuck it. I don't care. I was this whole thing, he's like, I don't care. I thought it was fucking brilliant. And you know what? This is a guy, I'm not big on his movies per se, but you watch this guy do stand-up, you gotta go on YouTube and check it out, because I'm telling you, Ricky Gervais is fucking hilarious, man, when he's on stage, just talking and insulting shit. Oh, he's great. He's fucking awesome. But I thought it was so damn refreshing that, you know what, Hollywood, here's my fucking basic problem with celebrity. And people, no minds that fucking follow celebrities every waking moment that they fucking breathe. First off... They're not gods. For Yeah, first off, I'm like anyone else. You know what, I like to be entertained. I don't mind watching a good TV show or a movie. But holy Christ. 
At the end of the day, think about it. They're fucking actors and actresses. They got fucking blowing up heads. They love attention. They fucking thrive on it. Obviously, they fucking need it. And people look up to these fucking assholes and half of them are shallow motherfuckers and the other half, they would be shallow motherfuckers if they weren't a celebrity and had to keep their reputation and fucking their bullshit up for the public so, you know, they don't end up a fucking monster on fucking Instagram or whatever. Oh. You know what? If people want to look up to somebody, look up to fucking athletes. At least, you know, they're in a competition. And they actually have a goal to win a contest. You know what I mean? I don't know why this phone keeps doing that, man. I'm telling you. My volume is fucking down. Look, look. Anyways, that's all I wanted to say about that. So now that that's out of the way, let's just get right into hockey talk. So let's start hockey talk. First off by saying one more time, congratulations to Canada's World Juniors this year. They won. And the last game Still Canada. And the last game was a crazy comeback, so good for those kids. Anyways, let's get on with it. Coyotes Netminder, Anti Rantna, departed Friday's game versus Carolina with a lower body injury, the team announced. The Coyotes lost the game three nothing, by the way. Uh, Ranta has a 2.66 goals against average and 91 save percentage through 19 starts this season. Speaking of that game, in the same game, Peter Mrazek stopped 32 shots during the Canes' 3-0 win over said Coyotes. This story's a little scary. AHL Toronto Marlies forfeited Friday's game versus the Texas Stars after assistant coach Rob Davidson suffered a medical emergency, the Maple Leafs PR announced. Davidson, 39, suffered the episode in the team's dressing room prior to the game and was immediately transported to hospital. He is currently being evaluated and will remain under the care of medical supervision. That's a scary one. Uh, Obviously, we all hope he gets better. Uh, Panarin... The New York Ranger forward, that would be uh, Artemi Perrin, uh, he has surpassed a record set by the Great One. Panarin's 61 points this season are the most by a Rangers player through the first 43 games since Wayne Gretzky put up 59 points over the same span in 96-97. Oh, I love this story. This is a good one. The Preds netminder Pecorine scored a goal. Be it an empty net goal on Thursday night against Chicago in a 5-2 win. I always love to hear that shit. Speaking of the Preds, former Preds coach Peter Laviolette was fired from the Preds on Monday 
who was replaced with John Hines, who is the former Devils bench boss. The All-Star Game. The NHL recently have been bitching and moaning that, oh, our players don't want to go to the All-Star Game. Why won't they take the All-Star Game seriously? Why does Ovechkin not want to play? Why does he want to sit out and take the couple extra days rest? And take the one game suspension that we put on him. And Marc-Andre Fleury. And Larkin. There's a few fucking players. Here's the thing. This is the way I see it. For a long time. At least probably in the last decade or so. uh, The All-Star game isn't really a game. That uh, most people real diehard hockey fans are interested in quite frankly uh me personally they could just have a skills competition every year and call it a day i find that way more fucking entertaining than the actual all-star game and anyways the bottom line for me is the nhl they're uncertain that they want to go back to the olympics the olympics my friends is probably the biggest hockey event ever at least it is every four years and you don't know if you want to send the players because it disrupts our league here's the thing Batman. if you want these guys to take the all-star game seriously and make sure that they attend they must attend well then hey maybe you can make an exception then and let them go to the olympics And then maybe they'll take your all-star game a little more seriously. Just putting it out there, NHL. That's my opinion on that fucking shit. Basically, two wrongs don't make a right. The leaders, as of this recording. Points, McDavid of the Oilers with 70. Goals, Pasternak of the Bruins with 35. Assists, again, McDavid, I've been saying this guy all year on the leaderboard. He has uh, 46 assists. The plus-minus leader is Graves of the Avs with a plus-29. Power play points, of course, McDavid with 31. Face-off percentage, Giroux of the Flyers with a 60.8. Warms my heart. Goalies, wins. Anderson of the Leafs with 21. Goals against average and save percentage, Jari of the Pens. His goals against average is oh, now at 2.04 and a 9.34 save percentage. How fucked would the Pens probably be with the injury to Crosby and everything else if they didn't have that guy, Jari? Shots against, oh my God, my friends. It's not Riddich, believe really? it or not. It's hella buck of the Jets. And before I say the number, I might add... The only thing I got right in my hockey preview this year was what did I say? If the Jets were going to do anything this year, hella buck better be really good. Well, guess what? He has stopped 1,135 shots so far. God damn. And there are five netminders tied with three shutouts. I'm not going to go through all that. Uh, In the East, in the Atlantic, the Bruins, no surprise. 26, 8, and 11 with 63 points. In the Metro, the Caps. 
I mean, they're going to run away with it, I think, at the end of the day. They're 30-10-5 with 65 points. The wild card positions, the Hurricanes are 26-16-2 with 54 points. The Flyers, 23-15-6 with 52 points. To keep this in perspective, in the East, right now, in playoff positions, in the Atlantic, there are three teams. Everyone else comes from the Metro. There's eight spots. One more thing to take in consideration at this point. The two teams in the wild card position in the East, the Hurricanes and the Flyers, with 54 and 52 points, they would be basically right up there as leaders in the West right now. So that says something about the Metro division compared to the Atlantic this year. Absolutely crazy. And in the West, in the Central, the Champs, the Blues, are 28-10-7 with 63 points. The Pacific. This division is sad. Seriously. And Vegas has finally crawled their way up to the top of the Pacific. And they don't have a great fucking record, really. 24-17-6 with 54 points. You put that in perspective. In perspective, they have the same amount of points as the Hurricanes and the Flyers are two behind them. Wild card positions in the West, the Flames 24-17-5 with 53 points and the Jets 24-17-4 with 52 points. All I'm saying is it's been a strange year for the East and the West. We will see how it goes in the second half. That, my friends, is hockey talk. That's history. Former U.S. President Bill Clinton lost the nuclear launch codes. The former president seriously lost the personal ID number needed to confirm nuclear launches. And not just briefly either. We're talking for several months. This is all according to then chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, who called this a gargantuan deal. You think? That's history. And now, it's time for In Conversation with the Tech Man, Bud Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, people, have you ever, like, gone to the mall or Walmart, and you buy this item, and you're going to walk out, and the security guard stops you? Why, did you steal it? And that, that's pretty much what he implies. He's like, can I see the receipt for that? Motherfucker? Does it look like I walked in with it? You walked in with nothing in your hands is what you're saying. Yeah. And then you're walking out with a bag, right? Or a flat screen TV or some shit like that. Like, does it look like I fucking walked in holding this fucking 58-inch flat screen TV on my fucking back? I take you bought a TV. No, no, I just went in the other day and watched this lady trying to slug this TV out. And the security guard stopped her as she was, like, fucking holding this thing on her shoulder and was, like, wobbling and shit. I was just like, wow, what a dick. And he actually thought she stole it? Is that what you're He saying? was pretty much like, can I see the receipt for that, ma'am? Like, are you fucking dumb, buddy? Wow. Or there's security where I work, and I go to work at, like, really early in the morning. Okay. So I'll sit in the parking lot for about an hour, smoke, and <laughs> drink my coffee, right? Yeah. And uh, the security guard will come up, and he'll be like, do you guys work here? And I'll just look at him and be like, no, I love to sit in parking lots for the thrill in the morning. 
at four o'clock in the morning and just drink it, test the security. Tomorrow I'm going to a fucking construction site. (laughs) (laughs) That's my jam, bitch. Oh, that's funny. You don't need to be an asshole. I don't know, do I? Oh, you know what, though? Stupid is as stupid does, as they say. Fuck, man. You know, again... The next you guy might think that. you're up to no good, well... You encounter shit like that every day, we all do, to some degree or another. And you it's even worse, because it's stupid. It happens, like, a month after you start showing up, so it's like, you've already been there for three weeks at that okay, time, every fucking day. You already? But he didn't approach until then, so it was like, what the fuck were you doing? Just sitting on your hand? Like, you would think after the first day or so, that's when you would approach yeah. you, not like, maybe if he, maybe, just maybe, the guy was thinking, you know what, if I don't go out there, maybe eventually they'll just stop coming every day. <laughs> I won't have to deal with it. And then after three weeks, ah, oh, shit. It's like, they keep coming back. Oh, no, I'm scared. I don't know. I don't know. It was just fucked. Or the one day... Because, like, they think they're, like, rent-a-cops, so... Oh, yeah, security! The one day, day they literally, like, come into the parking lot, and they block the entrance, and he walks over, and he's like, Can you help me open up the gate? It's broken. And literally... Don't tell me he actually talks like that. And literally the whole time he's talking about how someone broke the gate, and we're, like, we... He unlocks it, we, like, touch it, and it flies open. We're like, what the fuck? What's wrong with you? Fucking f- <laughs> Oh! Oh, that's slander. That is slander. We're gonna bleep that. Damn! But, uh... After everything I was preaching just before <laughs> Christmas, you gotta turn around I don't know, and be this a f- <laughs> That's you. Uh, but that was a joke. Again, remember, content. But, Anyways. uh... I don't know. Security just is annoying. Especially, like... The ones that think they have more authority than the police are just, like, <laughs> take it way too seriously, like, man. Or just don't have common sense. It's like that Seth Rogen movie, right, where he's in the mall and he's security. And he goes way overboard. What the fuck is the name of that movie? Oh, to serve and protect, isn't it? I think so, yeah. I think so. Yeah, that's some funny shit. Like that. Because that show is fucking hilarious. That's a great movie. Anyways. Like, they think they're like the Paul Blarks of... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's that's another one. Bad. Yeah, that's good shit. Yeah, that's all I got for in conversation with Budman. It's interesting, though. I get it. Like, I don't... <laughs> Here's my thing about security guards. I don't want to laugh at them because ultimately they're just trying to do a job like everyone else. But, man, I have met some... That just take it way too seriously. You know, like, okay, we're probably going to... Oh, fuck, we won't bleep this. Who cares? If you're from Hamilton and you've been in Jackson Square, have you seen the security in there? Oh, my God. They have, like, bulletproof vests on. They walk around with, like, I think... What is it, like, pepper spray or something? I don't know, but they're all, like, 50, 60, 70-year-old motherfuckers. And, you know, some of them you could outwalk them probably briskly. I just think it's hilarious. And they walk around like they're, you know, we're the authority in the mall, bitch. 
And then you see them up on top of Jackson Square and they keep harassing people. You ever been up there and seen that shit? I haven't gone up on Jackson Square since the first time I visited Hamilton. Man, and all the skater kids know exactly what I'm talking about here. Like, they go up there and, oh, they man, up and be they walk around like, oh, they make me laugh. Sorry, I digress, but you were talking about security guards and... I can't help it. Like, I don't go, don't get me wrong, folks, I don't hang out at Jackson Square. I'm not one of those fucking freak shows. But, uh, you know, once in a blue moon, you got to go down that way. Plus, my fucking, some of my children live toward the west end of Hamilton, so, and I live deep in the east end somewhere. And, uh, so, every once in a while, I have to travel down through the forbidden zone, as I call it, downtown in Jackson Square, man. Wow, sorry, people, I'm not even trying to be, uh, you know, a prick here, but let's face it, you have everything from panhandlers to cons to crazy people to fucking just absolute, well, I have to bleep this for sure, like, holy fuck, man, that's some crazy shit, but anyways, I guess if that's it, that's it, oh, yeah. The Lover and the Hater. How does that go? I can't remember. I just know it's called Old Lang Syne. Hey, this, is, this isn't the George and Gracie show. <laughs> Give me, can I uh, do some introductions here so we can start this shit? And New Year's. Alright, go ahead. <sighs> This is what I have to live with, motherfuckers. So, I am the hater. And this is a new segment that we are starting today. Uh, By the way, we're recording this on New Year's Eve. And it just became 2020, so happy New Year's, motherfuckers. I am here with Budman. And we have my wife. That's right, motherfuckers. I wasn't lying. I actually have a wife. The lover, how are you this evening? Do I have to admit I'm your wife? <laughs> well, there's no visual here, so you're safe. Okay, then I am good. I am more than good, but I am good. <laughs> so you have been drinking tonight, so let's start there. What have you been drinking tonight? I have been drinking vodka and rum and Baileys and wine, and that's all I can remember right now. Okay, so basically all you need to know about the lover is if she didn't have to work and we won the lottery, basically, I would be stoned all the time and she'd be the female version of Julian from the Trailer Park Boys. She'd always have a glass of something in her hand, but anyways. I would have to agree with that. Okay, so this segment is about relationships and... Things about sex and whatever. A woman's point of view of whatever. We're just going to shoot the shit with a female. (laughs) I am drunk and high. So, just so you know, I know that came out fucked up. That was one of those. Because that'll give us female listeners, right, Aner? Fuck you, bud, man. Fuck. (laughs) Anyways. Okay, what do you want to know? Okay. I am all wise tonight because I am half drunk. Okay, half drunk, all wise one. Let's start with 
What do women see in men that attract men to them? Absolutely nothing. What are you talking about? We see nothing in men. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but no, seriously, no. Women have urges they need to be scratched, so that's the only reason we pick up men. Whoa! Damn! Damn! Should I have you and Dr. J in the same room together? What are they good for? Oh! Well, see what happens, motherfuckers? You get some booze, Indy, and the truth comes out. As she drinks more something out of a glass. Godzilla. It's Godzilla. Well, something that looks like Godzilla, but it's wine. Okay, then. I'm being sophisticated with wine. All right. Yes. Okay, next question. You're holding that microphone like a champ. Just have to say. Next question. Took me a while to figure it out. Anyways, so what are keys to a successful relationship slash marriage? Other than finding somebody as fucked up as you are, I already took that one. Yeah, that helps. A lot. Uh, Let's see. Successful relationship, marriage. Yeah. One. Wow, you really got to think hard about this. Well, my brain's not working that great right now. Give me a break. My brain's never working that well anyways. (laughs) Bud, man, you're awful quiet over here. I'm really stoned. Okay, but... Making me nervous over here. So, a successful relationship depends on the woman has to take control and make the man think that they're in control. What? Yep. So, manipulation. So, so some reverse psychology shit. Yeah. Why don't men do... Oh, wait. Men can't think that far ahead. (laughs) We can't. (coughs) Okay. And? It's not reverse psychology. It's a simple logic. Women control, and you make the man think they actually have a say when they actually don't, but it makes them feel good. You said it before, hater. Say it. It's the vagina card, remember? Remember what I said about vaginas? That's bullshit. What? Oh, no, okay, hold on, hold up, hold up. Whoa, 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 hold up. What? You, as a woman, Mm -hmm. I'm saying women in general... You use the vagina like a weapon, and we're stupid. As men, I'm saying we're dumb. Because let's face it. I'm sorry. Let's face it. Every woman out there, they've used it to manipulate some guy. Because we're not hard to manipulate. We're no, pretty men, easy men to manipulate. Really easy to manipulate. Again, they pretty much again, it's the power of the vagina. You just find <laughs> out what they really want, which is, yes, they the want power sex. power of so the So use sex to manipulate for the most part, yes. See, I wasn't lying, motherfuckers. This is a woman actually saying what I was saying. See? I'm like Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. So, see? So you just proved my point. Bam! Bam! I have no problem using sex to manipulate, yes. Thank you. So, therefore, you use it as a weapon. Sometimes, yes. Yes. And I'm fucking stupid enough. Of mass destruction. They will. I'm telling you, vaginas will cause the destruction of mankind. I'm convinced. But I've already discussed that in the podcast, too. Yeah, but this is me. Some women actually, you know, have more of a sex drive. I'm one of those odd women who don't have as much of a sex drive. So some women actually need it more than I do. You're admitting but this? they can't do that. Yes, I'll admit it. I don't These are my listeners. Oh, okay. Great. So this now... Is, but this is why I can use it as a weapon, because I can go without. I have no issue with that. 
Though it is very good when I do get it. See, I don't even have anything to say at this point. See, that's, that's, that is savage. See, this is my, this is what I'm saying about the power of the vagina. And we're never going to have it. Okay, moving on. Okay, we can move on, but thanks for proving my point. Thank God we're only doing audio. Okay, well, I must say, you say the power of the vagina, but there is the power of the dick, too. Oh, please. Oh, oh okay. explain yeah, this to me. Okay. Because, honestly... Please, explain this to me. There's no fucking William Shatner out there fucking, Hey, baby, would you like to come back to the Enterprise with me? Like, okay, it's not I'm happening. Sorry, but every woman out there has got to agree with me that toys do not equal a dick. Like, it's not the same. So you can have toys and get along just fine, but you still need an actual dick once in a while. What about what about lesbians? What about those people? They apparently ask them. They don't need a dick. Well, they have dildos. I don't know. I don't get See, those. so they still like the dick. See, I yeah. don't understand lesbians. This is the thing. I, I don't get it. I'm, I'm I don't get it. You're all like, I don't like... I don't like men, and I don't like fucking dick. No. No. What it is, you like dick. You just okay. don't like the guys attached to the dick. That's another show. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> what? Next. I was just... Whatever. Okay, one last question, because now you're getting bossy. Okay. Glad you find that funny. I find that very funny. Okay, then. So... What you're saying is then, so how how important then do you think sex is in a relationship? Like, where do you put that on a pie chart? A <laughs> pie chart? Like, what, what, how big of a piece of pizza would you say? Like, would you be like birthday boy pizza? Yes, is what or I'm, like, exactly. Would you be that kid that was just invited because the parents invited him? Exactly. Okay, sex is low on my importance list for a so, relationship. So there's not even a full piece of pepperoni on that piece of pizza? It would be like You're brutal. third of the pie. You're brutal. There's a lot more stuff that's important in a like relationship. What? Like what? Like communication and working together and, you know, sappy shit like that. <laughs> Sex goes at the bottom. You for real? Yeah. Well, motherfuckers, I might be getting a divorce pretty soon. <laughs> no, you won't, because you get too much. We're going to bleep that. <laughs> and we're going to bleep that part. See, motherfuckers, this is this is what I do for you. I put my neck out. Boy, have I ever. And just think we'll do this again. So, yeah, I don't know. Do you got anything else you'd like to add before we we end this segment? Nope. Are you sure? Nope, but my glass is getting empty. Oh, oh, wow. Okay, then. Oh, no. <laughs> That's important. Okay, well, I guess uh, that was the segment, then. Uh, we will have another one somewhere down the road. And I'll, uh, I don't know, we'll see what other things we can talk about. Because there's one thing I wanted to bring up, but yeah, I want to talk about it in the first segment. And what is that? You know exactly what it is. Yeah, but it's a whole new segment. Yeah. See, so now I gotta do a rant that can't wait. But anyways, alright, that's it. Is this legit? I pointed at you, didn't I? Okay, sorry folks, but here's the thing. I may have mentioned it before, I don't know. 
But we were just sitting here because we record pre-record some of this shit, right? Sometimes I'll just smoke a bong randomly or I'll be drinking my coffee and I'll be making funny little noises to myself or whatever. And he's recording this shit the whole time. He doesn't say Jack. And then there's other times where Bud Man will be like, okay, three, two, one. And then I'll wait. And I'll wait. And then he points at me, but I swear to God, while I'm waiting, there's dead air because he's like, oh, I'll point. And then I'm like waiting and waiting. Anyways, just wanted to, so people, you know, knew what was going on just here. Just to keep you lively on your toes. I guess so. I'd see, that's his excuse. Anyways, I just wanted to bring that up. since So people weren't going, what? Now you're up to date. So... Here we go. Our first topic of the new year. And no, motherfuckers, it's not Halloween. But on our time off, I started watching marathons and ghost hunters and shit like that. And here's the thing. The science end of it, so-called scientific end of it, I found fascinating while I was watching these marathons. So I thought, you know what? Because it's fresh in my head, well, that'd be a good time to bring it up. Because we can debate, and we're going to in the second half of the conversation, about is there an actual science to ghost hunting? Is it all just bullshit? We're going to see if we can dig up any kind of legitimate, scientific fucking research and backing and all that stuff for ghost hunting. And... I found a couple articles where actual legitimate rocket scientists, like scientists like that, put in their two cents about uh, the science of ghost hunting. So we'll get into that too. So we'll get into that for sure because we're going to look at both sides. But the first half of this conversation, we'll call it the setup. The setup to the science and. All that other malarkey about ghost hunting. But let's take it back to the basics first, shall we? So we all have an understanding of what's going on here and the curiosity behind it. We all know you can go through history hundreds of years. And pretty much every culture has some kind of form of ghost specters in their mythology, in their traditions, their history, heritage, whatever you want to call it. You know what I'm saying. I didn't want to forget not to include everybody. Because I want to be politically correct, of course. See, now I'm second-guessing myself on everything. Anyways. Right. So, and everybody, let's face it. We can go to just the basic fundamentals of being a human being to live you have to be curious about death and god knows (laughs) it's just a term but anyways everybody knows everybody wishes everybody hopes there's some kind of life after death me personally i i'm an atheist so i think it's a bunch of bullshit now in saying that what you must be saying well if you're an atheist you don't believe in that bullshit Why would you be watching a marathon of bullshit? Well, sometimes bullshit is just entertaining. 
But beyond that fact, I will say this. I've had things, I've been in situations, like a lot of people. I have no explanation, no scientific explanation anyways, for things that have occurred randomly. I'm sure we're all like that. Does it make me a believer? Fuck no. But I am one of those assholes that would really like to have some kind of logical, scientific answer for this phenomenon, or at least give me something that I can sleep with every day for the rest of my life and go, as a rational human being, okay, this is what it is. You know what I'm saying? You follow me so far? Oh, yeah. So, that's that's my issue with this whole uh, ghost hunting thing. I would, when I was a kid 30 years ago, I honestly thought about, you know, getting into it and and doing it as it was becoming more of a mainstream thing slowly and uh but man there's there's no scientific funding legitimate scientific funding for this so you have to buy all this shit you know to well here's the thing if it went to scientific research think about it what's next commercials for fucking talking to your loved ones no they kind of already have that with those late night psychic commercials Oh, yeah. You know, remember Dave Chappelle made fun of it in one skit? Yeah. Yeah. And that's another thing. Psychics, we'll just get this right off the top. It's like religion. I don't, not for a second am I buying it. I'm just not. So I have to look at the scientific end of this, if there is one. So as I say, we're going to get into that. But from my own personal experiences, I'll say this, the earliest weirdest experience I've ever had, maybe, at least in my young life. I don't know how old I was. I was a teenager anyways. Now, here's where it gets gray and fuzzy, and I'm not even sure what to believe. But I will say this. I woke up in the middle of the night, and to my dying day, I swear to Christ, something was going past the foot of my bed very slowly, and it looked like the shape of a woman in a carriage, and it was white. And it was transparent, and it fucked me up for a while, man. I don't think I slept that great the rest of that night. It was just weird because it was so random. And before that, and before that, I never even thought of this shit. It didn't even occur to me. So that was pretty strange. But I will say this: in the so-called science of ghost hunting, I was living right beside a decent-sized body of water, and there's a theory that water helps as a conduit for that kind of ghostly energy, if you will. Um. The second time I lived in a house, I'm not going to say where it is. This house, I'll say this, it ain't right. To make a long story short, I was, I don't know, 17 years old. We lived in a split duplex type thing and we lived upstairs and there were people that lived downstairs. We had a dog, man, and this dog did not like this house from day one. It was a retriever fucking some kind of fucking thing. Oh, you're not going to like the end of this story, bud, man. Because it's not good for the dog. But, probably the most... This is probably, to this day, one of the most craziest things. And I don't know if this is a coincidence. But one day, we must have been living there a month. And all the time, the doggies keep staring into nothingness. He growls into nothingness. You know, sulks around in the corners of the house. And this dog was not... That was not his personality. So my parents can figure it out, blah, blah, blah. I'm with this fucking dog one day by myself in this fucking house. The cocksucking dog is playing with his toy, runs around the corner, 
When you came around the corner, you were facing the kitchen. He stopped dead in his tracks, went pretty much rigid, and started growling into nothingness. Let me tell you, freaked me the shit out. There was a staircase of about 12 stairs. I think I did it in two leaps, and I was at the fucking door. That place, you just couldn't feel comfortable in it, you know what I mean? I, I don't know. It's had a weird vibe to me. That's fucking creepy, man. I'm starting to get the chills. And to this day, I won't go near that fucking house, man. And I'm big enough to admit it. Legit. There was something, man, that just wasn't right. But then the story, unfortunately for the dog, and this is true, swear to God, I'm not making this up. About two weeks after that, the dog just dropped dead. Two weeks after that incident, almost to the day. And I only know that because I was still counting the days on the calendar because I was so freaked out. At that point on, I wouldn't stay in that fucking house by myself. That house actually made me leave and get my own place and get out on my own, pretty much. Because I I was fucked that. I don't know how fuck my parents lived in that place like six more months after I left. Blows me the fuck away because they keep saying to me, Why don't you come over? Why don't you come No, fuck that. Your house is fucked up. Can I explain that? No. Do I want an explanation? Damn right. Do I want a supernatural explanation? No. I don't want a bullshit answer. I want to know why the fuck that actually happened. Like, there has to be, in my mind, a scientific explanation. Now, here's the one, though. This is the big one, if you will. We lived in this place in buttfuck nowhere. We had a couple neighbors across the street, and we lived on a highway. Fairly steady highway. We lived in this place... And it was an apartment, and downstairs there was a restaurant at one time, and a hall beside it. Pretty big hall. Right from day one, when I went into this place, you just got the feeling that, you know, I know it's human nature, but you just got the feeling that there was always something watching you. You know, like... So, to make a long story short, well, shorter, when uh, I started working there, first off, at at the restaurant at the bottom... And I would have doors that would literally just slam shut in my face. You'd be in the freezer and all of a sudden the damn door would just slam shut. Uh, that was the first time I thought, okay, well, but then it's an old building, right? But after a while, you have to start going to do jobs in the banquet room, the hall, if you will. And it was huge, man. It could sit 300 people if it had to. So there were a lot of local weddings and shit there. That room, everybody... I mean everybody that went in that room more than one or two times eventually would get the feeling when you went in that room randomly that if you didn't get out of that room at that exact minute, you were going to die. Legit. Yeah, say your piece, bud, man. You were there. Spooky. You, You were there. I mean, I first met you in that, you know, when I was living there, you were at this place. So, you know, more than once. We went into the banquet room the one day, and I remember we went to go move the fridge, and underneath the fridge, there was just a hole. Pretty big hole, too. The hole, I don't know how the fridge was even still standing there, to be quite honest, but you just looked down into the hole, and you couldn't see anything. It's just a bits to nothing. And this back room is huge, and the whole floor is just wobbly and creaky. Some of it bubbles up. Oh, yeah, it was... And it just naturally made weird noises, for sure. Like you'd be upstairs late at night, and then you'd look down the hallway, and you'd see a little shadow person walk by. Oh, yeah, everybody saw this shadow person. I was going to get to that. Uh, Anyways, to make a long story short, 
this place kind of got known by the locals as something ain't right place. Uh, people would sit at the bar sometimes in this place, and they would get a hot breath down the back of their neck. Nobody was there. Or they'd be sitting there, they'd be the only one at the end of the bar, but they couldn't shake the feeling that there were multiple people sitting around them. Uh, yeah, just strange. And then upstairs, when I moved upstairs, like Budman was saying, if you went up these stairs, you eventually saw this shadow person. Let's see, my one son woke up one morning with the imprint of a small hand on the outside of his window. And uh, I forget what month it was. It was still kind of cold out. But the imprint was clearly there. Uh, That window was 15 feet at least. At the least. At the least from the ground. Can I explain that? Fuck no. It's creepy shit. For sure. You would be upstairs. We would be entertaining. And all of a sudden. And we could have three or four people up there. And we're all shooting the shit. And then all of a sudden. You start get drowned out by voices. That were coming from downstairs. When clearly. The back door nobody in. was there. Opening and slamming shut. Yeah this opening is. Opening and slamming shut. I was, but it's bolted shut. Yeah, yeah, that was the next part. I was going to get to the creepiest part. It had a back door, and every time you locked it, right, you knew it was locked because you couldn't really budge the thing. And that door would randomly start shaking, going crazy. Fucking, you know, you would hear it too. The neighbor across from us on the highway, I think you met him, I'm not sure. Yeah, he was a fucking weird guy. Yeah, but cool. And uh, he would wake up at 4 in the morning when we had no power down below. Only place we had power was in the apartment. And he would see all the lights lit up downstairs. And it looked like there was a party going on. And it's like, dude, we don't even have power down there. So then he'd start making a habit of looking out the window early in the morning in his living room window because it faced my place just to see if he could see anything fucked up. But these are experiences, though, that I can't explain. Are they supernatural? I'm not saying they are. I'm not even saying they're paranormal. But I'm saying there's some weird shit that goes on, man. And I have no explanation, but I want an explanation. So that's why... I was thinking, you know what, this is a good time to bring up the whole ghost hunting thing. Because I want to find out for myself if there's an actual science behind it, or at least are people trying to prove that there's an actual science behind it, or are they just fanatical fucking weirdos? I don't know. But I, you know, and obviously you're going to probably say, well, I hate her. You're never really going to get an answer, right? It's the whole life after death thing. Well, you might if you got fucking actual research behind it. Well, I'm going to say this. I don't think it's necessarily, you know, what people think, man. It's all energy. Like, when you die, you disperse your energy. It goes back into the, you know, the greater whole, if you will. And just morphs into something else and life goes on. Like, makes sense to me in my scientific mind and 
my logical uh, mind. So I think, you know, sometimes hauntings, they're not spirits. They're not fucking manifestations of your loved ones. Like, you know, to me, basically, your brain, that's who you are. The rest of it is just a goddamn vessel that you use. So I don't think there's an embodiment of an actual spirit. Like, Jesus, let's not lose our minds. But what I'm saying is, obviously, that energy has to go somewhere else. And if it doesn't want to go somewhere else, who knows? Maybe that explains fucking hauntings. Maybe it's just like a record. Yeah. It just replays over and over. Yeah, uh, some hauntings are like that, they claim. Like, uh, what do they call them? Uh, residual hauntings. They just, they're like a tape recorder. And the energy just keeps, you know, looping itself. Like a ghost loop type thing. You know, which wouldn't make sense, right? If you go by uh, any kind of scientific explanation, that would kind of make sense. Now, the intelligent stuff, so-called intelligent stuff, that's a little harder to explain. But I'm sure there's a logical explanation somewhere. We just got to find it. Although, I will say this. The St. Augustine Lighthouse. If you go to... uh, see the ghost hunters episode of it it's episode it's uh season two i believe it's episode uh 19 that's a fucking crazy episode yeah man now that shit i don't know just check it out because they actually catch what looks like a shadow figure legitimate like you see it on one floor and then 20 sections not even like Five seconds later, it's on the top floor looking over the railing. And you can't even get onto the top floor because it's padlocked and it has a motion sensor light anyways. Yeah, it's pretty crazy footage, for sure. See, and those guys, the original Ghost Hunters, see, they made this shit well, as credible as you can get it. So, you know, their footage is, is you have to think, hmm... When you look at it, because they're pretty reputable fucking group taps. So, it's not like, you know, some ham and egger just pulled out his goddamn phone and decided to, you know, start filming something and got, oh my god, a shadow person. Like, these are, I guess, as so-called professionals you could get in that industry. Is it even an industry or is it just something you do for fun? Again, I don't know, but we're going to examine that in the next, uh part of the conversation. Yeah. So, yeah, any bizarre shit ever happened to you? Or are you just too young yet? Well, uh, the one night I stayed over at your house there, it was in your spare room, and it doesn't have a light in there. Yeah, it was a creepy but spare it's got, room. It's got a fucking window that goes directly into a attic, you call it, but it's just a side that's yeah, just Yeah, just creepy as shit. Know. That had a bunch of random shit in it from the previous owners, and I guess. But uh, you'd be sleeping there, and the bed's right beside the fucking window, which makes it even more creepier. So you'd be sleeping, and all of a sudden you wake up to, like, things being thrown around, knocking on the window, things like that. Like, I'd, I'd never slept, really. <laughs> yeah, it was you'd kind just of... you sit there, and then, then the one day I ran in there. And nothing was in there. Like, at all. Other than the shit was in the exact same spots. 
It's just fucked up. Yeah, man, it was crazy. My cats at the time didn't really like that place either. And that place, by the way, that property, it killed motherfucking animals. I'm convinced of it, because I lost, fuck, two, three cats, I think. The fucking dog. It was fucking, it was bad, man. Like, and, you know, that would kind of make sense, too, because animals supposedly have that other sense, you know? But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to do a setup before we got into the actual, you know, so-called oh, scientific no. fact of it. Because, let's face it, everybody wants to believe, I'm sure, that this isn't it. Or I'm saying, logically, yeah, this is probably pretty much fucking it. Uh, you know, I don't know. And as far as the theory of energy attaches to possessions, then everything in this room is going to be haunted as fuck after I'm dead. Like, the everything. Because if that's the case, you know what, I die, motherfuckers, first place I'm coming is I'm attaching myself to my toys, my shit. <laughs> so, you know, maybe in death I'll prove there's an afterlife, I don't know. But I swear to fucking maybe. Christ, man. Well, not Christ. I'll just swear to... You know what? I'll swear to my Moon Knight fucking pop over there. Behind the Iron Man Hulkbuster pop. I'll come back and I'll imprint my ass on every piece that's in this fucking room. And I'll always be with my toys. So people better fucking take care of them. Watch out! Just saying. So if weird shit happens after I'm gone in this room and you're in here... You could chalk it up to you know what's going on. I don't like your current arrangement, so I'm moving things around. <laughs> that's, what, that's what that'd be saying. Just putting it out there. For the public record, if you know what I mean. So, do you have anything you'd like to add to my babble before we uh, go to break here and then come back and do some uh, some scientific analysis, if you will? Um, Honestly, have you ever like ran into a psychic? Most people believe in, like, the whole, oh, I felt, I felt the Holy Spirit within me, and my, my loved one was touching my shoulder, and I knew that this person was right for me, or whatever, you know what I mean? Ah, oh, did you ever, do you, I don't know, maybe you're too young, but do you remember that show, I can't remember the fucking idiot's name, because I didn't really pay attention, but. He was a so-called psychic, and he had this show every day, and he came out, and he had this crowd of people, and he was like, oh, I'll fucking connect you with your loved ones and shit. It was a big phenomenon for a while until they actually figured out the guy was a fucking idiot and a con artist. I, I don't remember his fucking name right now. He's on the tip of my tongue. but There's, there's lots of uh, phonies that have been picked out because they they'll hand out cards at the beginning of their shows they'll be like what's the loved one you'd like to contact what's your name blah 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 and then he would have a team behind the set he'd have an earpiece and they'd be feeding them information about the loved one or no a great way to see that is go on youtube people and look up banachek 
against that Popoff guy. You know, the guy with the magical miracle water he'll send you in the mail. Oh, my God. That guy. Oh, buddy. Buddy. Banachek exposes this guy like nobody's business. And it's so fucking good. And, man, that guy is such a fucking fat fraud. That Popoff idiot. Well, think about it. Oh, I drank this water and I got a million dollars. Yeah, it just randomly came in the mail and the government said, you know what? You're good. (laughs) Right. I got an inheritance. Oh, yeah, Uh, check that out, though, man, because that's fucking awesome. It's awesome. It's like Penn and Teller shit, you know, where they go around and they expose fucking magical tricks. I know in the magician's world, they're probably not the most popular guys, but Penn and Teller... Yeah, it's kind of like that. Banachek does that. Because Banachek, right, he's a serious kind of old school magician, right? Yeah. So he goes around and he exposes fucking bullshit like that guy. I think that's fucking awesome. But yeah, you need to go on YouTube, motherfuckers, and check it out. Because it's great. And, And he literally goes through step by step, man. When he goes through the footage again, Banachek and... And points out exactly how they fuck you, where they fuck you, where they do their mind manipulation bullshit, where they put in all their suggestions. There's the con. There's the bigger con. Oh, it's crazy. It's so fucking good, though. It's so fucking good, though. So, in saying that, let's do the quiz. Do you think you're smart? Do you really think you're that smart? I'll put it to the test, cause it's time for the quiz. The quiz! We're rolling. Alright, so it's time for the quiz. First, let's go back and do last, I would say last week's quiz, but it's been about three weeks. And let's review the questions and give the answers. So, 80s TV sitcom. I asked, at the time Cheers ended, how many kids did Carla have? The answer was eight. God damn! When the series Roseanne debuted in 1988, where did the title character Roseanne Connor work? The answer was a plastics factory. Number three. I'm going to say the dirty C word. And it might not be what you think. On the Cosby Show, what were Cliff and Claire's occupation? The answer, Cliff was a doctor, Claire was a lawyer. Wow. Four. Tony, Angela, Mona, and Sam were all together in which show? The answer, that would be who's the boss. And who played the character Christine Sullivan on the show Night Court? The answer is Marky Post. So this week's quiz. Are you ready for 60's rock and roll? Here we go. Number one. What year did the Rolling Stones form? Number two. Which song gave the Beatles their first U.S. number one hit? Number three. Which British band? Had the last U.S. number one album from the 60s. 
Number two! Don't ask me why I keep doing the numbers like that. It's just my jam. This revolutionary act appeared on the TV show Batman. Fuck you. You knew I had to get it in somewhere. Number one! This California act took people down the rabbit hole. If you don't get that one, you don't know classic rock. So, next episode, it'll be, because we did 60s rock and roll this week, 70s rock and roll next week. All right. Moses here again. From the people that brought you Jesus fucking Christ the dildo. And the devil's glory hole. And the Jesus sex bot. We are here to tell you. That if you have problems with ghosts, demons, boogeymen, spooks. Our team will come in. And we will exercise your demons. Do you have neighbors that their heads spin around and they puke up pea soup every once in a while? Or do you just randomly piss your pants for no reason? Or maybe one day you just feel like doing a spider crawl up on your ceiling. If any of this is happening to you, you probably need the exorcist team. We will come in and we will use the Holy Bible and everything that God gives you to get rid of all these demons and troublesome ghosts and boogeymen in your house. And if you call today, we will give you two exorcisms for the price of one. That's right, for the low price of $24.99. We will send a team out to exercise your demon. Side effects of this exorcism may include pea soup shooting out of your ass, leprechauns jumping out of the wall, may turn trans, may think you're a superhero, you may fall down the stairs, one ear may grow uncontrollably larger than the other, your butt may grow uncontrollably big. In women, this is common in breasts, may have suicidal thoughts, may have scratches, uncontrollable itching, rashes, pinching, thrashes, crashing, uncontrollably on the couch like a slob. Eating potato chips, touching hair. So call now at 1-900. Jesus, save me. All side effects are included. You will have them. Priest not held responsible for results. So I like this table, by the way. Yeah, we got a table. We're all professional now. Anyways, top ten for this week. Top 10 TV sitcoms, in my opinion. Opinion, if you will. Of all time. At least uh, I've seen so far. So here we go. Number 10, Ten. Night Court. I know a lot of you uh, listeners might not know what Night Court is. And actually, it's kind of hard to find. You can find it, but it, it's you have to do a little searching, and I'm not really sure why. But uh, back in the the... Early 80s to mid 80s, it was uh, fantastic. It had John Larroquette in it. Uh, basically, it is what it is. It's about a night court, 24 hour court, man. And people come in, you know, everything from jaywalking to parking tickets. It, it was good. It's classic. I think it was on at least eight seasons. Uh, number nine, nine, The Honeymooners. Without The Honeymooners, there'd be no Flintstones, 
and probably family sitcoms would not look like they do now without the honeymooners. So, and if you don't know who the honeymooners are, come on. Give me a break. Ralph Cramden. Number eight. Roseanne. First time I watched Roseanne, I was like, holy shit, that's my house. That's crazy. So good, though. So good. Even though she's a controversial figure, you know what? She's a funny-ass bitch. Number seven, Cheers. Where everybody knows your name. Woody Harrelson got his big break on Cheers, by the way. Spent a lot of years on Cheers. Ted Danson. Fuck. My favorite character, I think, though, out of that whole thing was Norm the Barfly. Love Norm. And out of that came my number six choice, Frasier. I know you want to say something about Frasier, <laughs> bud, man. Go ahead. Frasier is the most amazing show in the world for that kind of shit. Honestly, I'm surprised not higher up on the list. Well, there's some pretty big-time sitcoms still to come. Uh, number five, I Love Lucy. It's a classic. It's Lucille Ball. Desi Arnaz, at their best, it's still funny now to watch. The one episode where Lucy is uh, crushing grapes with her feet to make wine. Oh, my goodness. It's classic. Number four, one of my personal favorites, Three's Company. Come and knock on my door. Come and knock on my door. We've been waiting for you. Waiting for you. You know the rest. I don't think you need us to serenade you. But what a classic setup. And it was just slapstick physical comedy episode after episode. But it was fantastic. Fantastic stuff. Three, because I don't want to be lynched. The Big Bang Theory, I will give it its dues. For a while there, it had a lot of momentum. Not one of my personal favorites, believe it or not. I thought it got old pretty quick for me. Uh, number two. I struggled putting this at number two or number one. All in the family, Archie Bunker. You know what? I don't care. It's funny ass shit. Racist. It is funny ass shit, man. Remember what I said in my last rant? In what context is it put in and what is the intent? That's all I'm saying. You couldn't do that show now, unfortunately, but I still think it's a classic. So I got to get out some honorable mentions because people will be like, well, why didn't you name this one? These are ones that almost made my list. Seinfeld, The Munsters, That 70s Show, Everybody Loves Raymond, Home Improvement, remember that one? Uh? Third Rock from the Sun. One of my personal favorites, News Radio, The Jeffersons, WKRP in Cincinnati, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Of course, this list wouldn't be complete without the Golden Girls. And I'll put a nod out to the Adams Family. But my number one pick, MASH. I know you're going to say, oh, it's a, com- it's a comedy and a drama, but it's a comedy and it had some funny-ass moments. Great ending to the top ten. So next week, as I promised earlier, 
I wanted to do the top ten Rick Grimes badass moments from uh, the TV show The Walking Dead season one through nine. By the way, I just thought of another honorable mention, and Bud Man brought one up to me as well. Uh, yours was How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, that's a good show. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I, for some reason, I don't know why, but Sanford and Son, for some reason, did not make an honorable mention either, which... That was very weird. Yeah, that's great. But I wanted to uh, also mention that uh, South Park, Simpsons, all those animated ones, that's a different list. So that's why they weren't on this list. But I'm sure at some point I will do one where they'll all be on the list. That fucking microphone! Putting it in wrong, hater. Mike, call me now. Are we recording? I told you we were recording. See? What I say earlier, people, I get shit for this all the time. That rustling in the background is a Dorito bag. This is a problem. We've got the munchies. So, I'm like called those people, man. What people? Well, you know who I'm talking about. That's a pretty good deal. Two exorcisms for the price of one. Did you not listen to the fucking skit this week? You were involved, damn it. Oh, Jesus, yeah. God, I'm trying to promote something here. and Really? And you're off in the fucking goddamn la-la oh, land. Man, I am really stoned. Holy fuck, man. Pay attention. Because you want to pay well, attention. Well, I know, I know my neighbor. The one day he just started, he just walked out onto his porch and threw up. So maybe I should get an exorcist for him and my daughter. That's head spins. You know, those shows, man, I swear sometimes they're just put in as props. Like, do you notice these shows anytime they can zoom in on a creepy doll? It's like, done, done. And the older the doll, the creepier the doll. I love that. That's great promoting. Every ghost hunting show ever. The kid has like a Barbie doll in her room. What are you saying? Like Chucky, the Bride of Chucky stuff? No, just a regular old Barbie doll. They walk in in the dark and <laughs> put their fucking night vision camera on it and zoom in. It's like, nee, nee, nee. Well, motherfuckers, I found something this morning on my phone, going through my phone. So I downloaded this app. It's called a ghost detector. So I'm turning the app on now. Okay, this noise you hear oh, in the shit. background... It's supposed to be just regular static sound. Here, I'm putting it so. Hear it? So we're going to put it beside Budman so he can look at it. Now, what this is supposed to do, this app, is it's supposed to uh, recognize all the electromagnetic static, like electromagnetic fields around you. And through the white noise, apparently, it's supposed to pick up Voices, I guess. I know we're going to leave it on for a few minutes. It is a shitty phone app, but I'm just having a little fun here. So you can hear it. That annoying beeping. Okay, one second, hater. It's pretty dark out. Not really. So, yes. Billy Bob Joe Thornton, penis head tribe of man. Are you here with us in this room? What? Why don't you ask it something legitimate? Okay, is anybody in this room with us? That's fucking stupid. <laughs> well, of course. I'm not taking this seriously. 
See, we're getting nothing, obviously, because... But my point is, is you can download these fucked up apps. And I had to download it, because... Which brings me back what I was saying before. You know, it's basically, is there a science to this? Because I don't know, but we're going to explore that now. What, seriously, obviously, other than... You know, he thought it was a fucking joke. Um, my point is, is this is how obsessed some, you know, society's slowly getting with this old ghost hunting thing. There is a ghost detector simulator, a ghost hunting kit with an SGK2. So, yeah, it's kind of fucked. Okay, but honestly, do you think there's any uh, any validity to what's going on here with this old ghost hunting thing? Or do you think it's just people reaching out because they just need something to grasp onto so they can handle the concept of death? I don't know if we're going to echo that, but... I think some of them are up for the concept of death not being so slow, so they reach out, and when they reach out, they can't find anything, so it makes them scared, and then they become these telepaths that can read the fucking tea leaves, and... I know your future and shit like that. But I do believe that certain technology, like I watched on Taps the other day, they have this camera. You've seen it where they fucking point it at a, they'll point it in the middle of the dark and it'll pick up like fucking the slightest little movement and put it into like a little stick figure. Right. Right. Uh Uh-oh. Spider-Man just fell down this little uh, Spider-Man figurine. Oh, maybe we're being visited. I should turn the ghost uh, I was just back thinking on. that. But, here's the thing, though. Okay, it, like, what it comes down to is, is this an actual science they're doing, or are they just having fun and doing it for shits and giggles? And Although, I did find what uh, the average ghost hunter says is the most recommended tools. There's seven of them in particular. One is a digital voice recorder. Basically, the idea behind that is you use it for EVP sessions, which are electronic voice phenomenon. And the theory is is that a spirit or ghost or whatever in the vicinity, they can uh, tune in to uh, this digital recorder and take the energy they need from it to basically uh, speak. And you can only hear it through the white noise of uh, your recording. Not that cat behind me either. And then obviously, which seems funny to me, but not really, a simple camera. A simple camera. And if it has an infrared uh, fucking uh, function, then you're good. Apparently, a simple camera can do the work. Digital camera, you never know what you'll pick up wow. in the dark, I guess. Here's the one that uh, gets me. Although, this is probably, for me, maybe the most scientific tool that they probably actually use. And that's an lo- electromagnetic field detector, an EMF. Electricians use this shit. It's not that expensive. You can find one online for 60 bucks. But it's thought, right, that ghosts, you know, they they emit this fucking 
this electromagnetic radiation and it disturbs existing magnetic fields and you know things can happen and but it is good if that's a theory because then you can tell the difference between are you near a power source or not when the thing goes off so i guess it has a little validity i suppose in my mind it also has rumors of making you like kind of like a little bit loopy the waves and shit perfect who said science can't be fun okay four is the laser grip infrared thermometer and i know you can get these anywhere but they say it's good for detecting cold spots because it says that you know again the theory is that ghosts uh you know they absorb the energy around them so they create cold spots i don't know people if this is all real i'm just going by you know what what uh all these paranormal investigators are saying portable home security and basically what that means is you can take, you know, a security system around with you and it has sensors and receivers. And, you know, you can set it in a location and then walk away. And if there's an energy spike or whatever have you, you know, plus two, you can get cameras. You know, yeah. you can get really sophisticated with that. So I guess that kind of makes sense. This one I like. Not really. I'm being sarcastic. A binary response device. That basically can, they're yes or no boxes. Uh, basically, they can give, you know, investigators say they can basically, you know, ask simple questions in the dark and allegedly they can go through this machine and respond yes or no. This is a real thing. That kind of seems like bullshit to me. And obviously a ghost box. And if you've watched any of these shows, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know. They're for that device that they bring in that can continuously scan radio frequencies, you know, creating a din of white noise, and the idea is the spirit can use that white noise to communicate in some way. So, you know, you hear disembodied voices or stuff through it. These are supposed to be the absolute, you know, most ghost hunt, so-called ghost hunters say that this is what your main tool what should be. What you say the most expensive one is in there? Oh, fuck. Well, I was going to get to that, since you ask. Out of those seven items that I just mentioned, or tools, whatever, uh, the recorder is $32 US on Amazon for a simple one. Uh, a Canon PowerShot ca digital camera, 249 American. Again, on the evil Amazon. Uh, the laser grip, you could probably get it Canadian Tire for fucking 20 bucks. The portable home security, that can kind of vary. Cheapest, you probably get one for 80 bucks. Canadian, probably. Uh, I don't have an actual price for this binary response device. So, I don't know. And your simple ghost box, you're looking at about $180 Canadian. So. 180 Yeah. So, the camera is the most expensive thing. Well, how much does that cost? You make me look again, man. Fuck sakes, dude. The camera was the simple camera. I think it was two hundred and two hundred and fifty bucks, basically U.S. That's right. Well, some of these motherfuckers charge over two hundred dollars. Okay, if you're going somewhere with this, go. Cause well, I know where you're kind of going with this. So from there was a poll taken on June two thousand nine. 
And the total voters was 130. And out of the 130, 21 of those voters, or sorry, 12 of those voters charge over $200. Seven of them charge under 50. Six of them in between 50 to 100. Three of them in between 100 to 200. And 81% of them would do it just for free. And 21 people would have just wanted travel expenses. That's all I'm saying. So are you saying, like, you got obviously you got to watch out for cons. Is that what your kind oh, of point yeah. is? Okay. Well, the top three scientific explanations for ghost sightings. This is supposed to be from rational psychologists and scientists. The one reason is because basically I told you so. Pretty much it's a psychological thing, right? It's like suggestion. You tell enough people, somebody eventually is going to start believing what they're hearing, right? So, that's kind of where mainstream science goes with things like seances and shit like that, right? Seems logical enough. And as far as electromagnetic fields and spooky sounds, honestly, that's where, you know, you can kind of squeeze in the whole science thing. But even then comes down to it's really nothing you can concretely prove even if you get noises and shit like that it's one of those things where people you know you're gonna have to eventually just see it for yourself to be convinced but the problem is unless it's in a mass form some people are always going to think you're nuts and third speaking of nuts that's just it they think that maybe people mainstream scientists should stop taking so many drugs what because they're hallucinating or overthinking this stuff. Ghosts and things like that. I don't know. It's it's. I won't say there's a real science behind it, but certainly interesting. It is certainly interesting, that's for sure. And to be out there trying to discover the great unknown. You know, one of life's biggest that's like being, questions. Like, could you imagine being the person that discovers that? You're like Captain Janeway. Yeah, if you actually had concrete proof you could bring to the rest of the world that, you know, ghosts exist, you know, that would change a human being's thinking of just life in general. Like, that's crazy. Like, it would probably change everything, you know what I'm saying? I'll tell you right now, I watched one movie, okay? And I think it was a pretty good description of how it would be if we found out there was life after death. Yeah. Someone discovered that a large burst of energy leaves your body after... You die in this movie. And after this was figured out, over 12 billion people killed themselves in the search to find out what ha- what happens. But no one fucking knows. And in the end, in the end, I think it was like you just end up reliving your life over and over again until you fix that one mistake or something. That's insane. Could you imagine that shit? Stupid people. It was a fucking just intense movie, though. Forever. So, I don't know if you want to be a ghost hunter or not, but it's certainly not that cheap. And then you got to find motherfuckers that are crazy enough like you that will stumble around in the dark. In the dark, with nothing but a flashlight and a tape recorder trying to pick up shit. Noises like that one, where Budman is smoking a bong. And that stupid dog in the background. You almost sound like Darth Vader there. Probably can't hear the dog. No. Where's the stupid dog barking in the background? <coughs> so. <coughs> yeah. Not really, but it's okay. 
So I guess there is no real answer to this. No. Guess we'll all know when we when we fucking croak, die, whatever the case may be. I'd like to think if we're good enough, we choose what we're, what we get to be, you know, incarnated as. Really? Yeah. Which in mm. which case, I'm gonna be reincarnated as like a fat chick's fucking tampon or something. Because <coughs> I ain't gonna get the choice. That's disturbing. It was disturbing, or a bicycle seat. As long as it's not a guy's. <laughs> or a fat bitch. <coughs> Just not alive. Alright, motherfuckers. Well, I guess it's time for, uh... Five fun facts about... Pinky and the Brain. Five. The first episode aired September 9th, 1995. Pinky and the Brain are both based on real people. The show's producer, Tom Ruger, had the idea of two of his Tiny Toon Adventure co-workers attempting to take over the world. Artist Eddie Fitzgerald and Tom Minton were well-known as oddballs around the office, so much so that the producer decided to model his animated stars after them. Three. The show was scored by a 40-piece orchestra. Two. The theme song is a spin on the song Singing in the Rain. And number one. There is a reason Pinky sounds like a member of Monty Python. Rob Paulson, who voiced Pinky, loves Monty Python. When auditioning for the role, his idea was that the dim-witted mouse might sound like some of his British comedy icons. Steven Spielberg liked the idea and thought that it worked. Next, it'll be five fun facts about weed. You can start recording. I'm smoking a bone here first, but uh, I hope you did. Well, I'm about to. I mean, okay. we're recording. Well, sorry, people. You're going to have to wait a second. You know what I'm saying, motherfuckers? Priorities first. By the way, if we are recording, which I'm assuming we are, there are a couple things I want to uh, make mention of before we uh, get into the final segment here. That we call my rant, or whatever you want to call it. We call it a rant. You call it last word. Don't call it anything, whatever. Just wait a second. (coughs) All right, all right. So, first off, uh, before we finish this podcast, definitely need to... uh, Mention uh, the passing of Neil Pert. Who the fuck is Neil Pert? I want to slap you, fucking silly. The drummer for Rush. Oh, yeah. Oops. One of the greatest drummers probably ever in rock history. Rock legend, Canadian icon. I just wanted to put a shout out that uh, for Neil Pert. Uh... Rest your soul easy, my friend. You deserve it. So I just wanted to get that out there. Because who the hell doesn't like Rush? Rush. I mean, if you don't like Rush, then fuck you. Although it'll be interesting to see what the band does now. 
that uh, Neil Peart is gone, but we will see. Also, uh, we didn't mention it in the news, but it came to our attention after that the Prime Minister finally came out and basically uh, said that uh, accident or no accident, well, duh, somebody needs to take responsibility. Well, no shit. The exact caption is angry. Trudeau says Iran needs to take full responsibility. Well, somebody needs to take fucking responsibility. Well, goddamn right, man. Those are fucking citizens. They, they had nothing to do with it. Half of them were just going home. Yeah, man, and now that's, what, 50, how many was it? It was, I believe 57 was a confirmed number. Yeah, 57 of our people aren't coming back. This is not cool. So, I just wanted to uh, update on that, too, in case... Uh, you didn't know. I think it happened last night. There was a press conference. I believe that's when we saw it. Last night after we were done recording. So. But uh, I'm just going to make a little shout out here. For those of you who were in Ontario this morning. Oh, yeah. I hope you love that Amber Alert about, uh, where was it, Pickering? Yeah. The Pickering nuclear plant. Yeah, it sprung a leak, apparently, and uh, from what I heard, they knew about it on Friday. This is now Sunday. But apparently, don't worry, it's okay, because they sent out a second one that was like, oh, false alarm, don't worry, sorry. Two hours fucking later. They employ Homer Simpson, or what? So, like, you just got the first one, so you just getting back to bed in the morning? You just get back to sleep, you're having a nice dream, and at the best part, all you're... Amber Alert, Amber Alert. Is that how it sounds? It's, that's Something what it sounds like to me. It's, it's something stupid. It's really robotic, anyways. It, makes me, it just makes you want to shoot yourself in the dick. Oh! In the dick! Damn! That's fucking harsh. Oh, in case you're wondering that noise in the background, Bud Man is just pulling out more Bud and out of a bag to uh, break apart and obviously smoke. So that's basically what I wanted to get out. I just wanted to get that out there about Neil Pert and uh, an update on our Prime Minister's thoughts on the whole Iranian issue. Finally, you got some balls. Well, yeah, somebody's got to be accountable. That's all I'm saying. Anyways, I digress. Let me smoke this bong and then I will get to the point so we can finish this podcast. Like it's a big refreshing drink. Nope, but this coffee is what I'm about to drink. Okay, now that I've had my bong and I've had my coffee, uh, you've all been sitting there waiting long enough. So, I've been thinking, and I've been thinking about stupid lately. And I was thinking about how it's a vicious cycle and how stupid has been happening since the beginning of time. And how stupid is never going to go away because that's how it is. As Forrest Gump would say, stupid is as stupid does. But there is a history here of stupidity. And I'm not just talking, you know, as a global community, but even as individuals. Everybody has a history of stupidity. Some of it, obviously, they cause themselves because nobody's perfect, me included. But... A lot of times, I notice, especially the older I get, 
Maybe I'm just getting more narrow-sighted. Or it just seems to me that as you get older, the wiser you get. Everybody around you gets even more dumb. But it is a vicious cycle, let's be honest. If you take, say, two lawyers, and you put them together and they fuck, chances are they're probably going to create another lawyer. Here's the problem. Does that work with all professions? But here's the problem. Hillbilly redneck Jim, he does the same thing, but he finds another redneck hillbilly... Hillbilly Jim Bob. Yeah, Bobette or whatever. And... (laughs) And... uh, That's a me slapper. The end result is the same, right? You're just creating more stupid and it's a vicious cycle. So let's go back and pause for a few minutes and uh, go through a brief history of stupidity. As I say, you can take stupidity back to pretty much the beginning of man. Uh, Just some examples of that stupidity. Out of this stupidity came religion. Out of this stupidity came superstitions. fears. Uh, It certainly for a long time didn't help with the progression of man. But these are all things now that a lot of us consider stupid. But this is where the history of stupid begins though. Because if there weren't these stupid things, the world would probably look a lot different. Now would it look different because that stupidity isn't there? Say you went back in a time machine for an example. We'll just say. And we'll use a popular scenario. Say you want to go back and take out Hitler before World War II starts. Because that was a pretty major deal and there's a lot of stupidity going on in that whole process as well. But then what? Does it make the world better? This is what I'm saying. Does it make the world better? I don't know. (laughs) Because there's always another stupid waiting to step up and take the next stupid's place. Right, right. (coughs) So, this is all part of what I I call... I take that scenario as being at work and the stupid guy has gotten fired and another stupid guy shows up and takes his place. (coughs) It's kind of where I'm going with it, yeah. There's a history and a cycle of stupidity that we're all involved in is where I'm going with this. Now, you can take it from there and... You know, you can go as far as, okay, let's go skip forward past Caesar and all that, the Romans and all that (coughs) fucking shit. And we'll just get to World War II. We all know about World War II, so I'm not going to sit here and get into the details of that. The millions lost, blah, blah, blah. Right. And then everybody can agree, even back then when it ended, that that was stupid. Why did we do that? But then again, here's an example of the psycho stupidity I'm talking about. What happens right after World War II? Korea. <coughs> Nothing gets resolved there. They're still disputing over that today. Then you think that would be enough? No. Then they decide Vietnam should happen. Vietnam! You see where I'm going with this? Oh, yeah. It's kind of like the whole Iranian-American <coughs> thing. It's just part of the stupidity cycle. Yeah. Yes. Can this cycle be broken? (sighs) 
Probably don't know. Probably not with the human race. Okay, so now that we have basically <coughs> the gist of... <coughs> you going to be okay there? Yeah, I think so. So now we got the gist of my reference to the psycho stupidity. Now let's take it and make it a little more personal. Let's think about your own individual life. Now, think back to stupid shit that you've either done, or you have heard, or you have watched. (coughs) Yeah, people. Yeah. It's a lot of it, right? Yeah. Right, and you're only how old? I am 20, turning 21 in like four days or something. Okay, well, I'm 49, so you can imagine, you think about all the stupidity that you've seen around you, and you've only been here going on 21 years. Yeah. You know, and you can't, you can't fucking stop stupidity, I guess is what I'm saying. But is but what I'm questioning here, is there a way to break the cycle of stupidity? Because I think that's two totally different things. Now, we can go to the extreme on this subject, and we can be like, well, what are you going to do, hater? If you have an IQ below whatever number, what, we're going to put people in concentration camps? We're going to call them... Arenas and fight to the death. Well, that was going to be my other option. But really, though, either option doesn't really work. Whoever wins goes to the military. And we don't want to go back to the Dark Ages, right? Although that's great prize for the winner, by the way. Well, just saying, if you win, you're stupid, obviously, but you won. Fuck it. We'll put you in the that military. Make you stupid and... or just badass? <clears throat> I don't know. You're stupid and you're badass. Well, then you're a perfect combination for our military, I guess. Certainly are for America. Oh, yeah. You had your gun license taken away? What? We'll let you join the military. And God knows you can't pick family. Because God knows probably everybody would like to do that too sometimes. And everybody in every family has stupid. I don't care who you are. They're stupid. It invades everybody. What are you going to say, bud, man? Go. What are you going to say, man? I know you got this gleam in your eye. You want to say something. Do it. Like my my mother-in-law? Okay, just explain... Just briefly, without giving too much away. Just give us one example of of stupid. Just one of those anti-vaccination people. And then she wondered why her kids all develop problems later on in life. See, there's an example of what I'm saying. Is You have examples of this, everybody does. Although, I think education helps. I don't think, seriously, I was thinking about this the other day. I believe that there's not enough education to prevent stupid. Now, I know, bud, man, you're looking at me like, say what? But hear me out. No, no, I believe you. Some people are just fucking born with the attention span of a fucking goldfish. Right. But what I'm saying is these are the same people, though. If the education system wasn't so broke now... And you had people that when I will say one thing. When I grew up in the 70s, okay, when I was going to public school and then high school in the early 80s, you at least at that time had teachers that were getting very underpaid 
And don't get me wrong, they all get underpaid. But you Especially had, to deal with fucking children. But you had teachers that if their parents applied the kid enough, and the kid had any kind of interest at all in trying to figure out the real world, as they say, you had people that actually gave a shit. You know, teachers that took time to sit down and take that extra step and be educators. Well, I've met a couple of them in my time, but, like, there aren't too many They're of them. They're a dying breed, I'm sorry. That's for sure. And I get, all oh, the system, you know, you gotta herd them in and out like cattle now. There's not enough schools, not enough teachers. I get all that. But at the end of the day, some of these teachers, I'll say this. When I went, when my kids went to school and you had to go to parent-teacher interviews, honest to God, a lot of them, I would sit there and I would listen to them. And they would be firing shit at us that obviously you got out of a textbook. Like legit. You know. And you could tell that, you know what? They just didn't care. Yeah. They're just there to herd your kid through. This is why, honest to goodness, I have met people. I've met a couple in my life. I went to school with one. He went through public school with me, at least part of high school. But I know after he was done, this guy couldn't read or write. Honest to fucking God. Damn. Like, getting back to stupid. I'm just saying the education system doesn't help that. That's for fucking sure. Oh, for sure. Then obviously as citizens... And as parents, we have to take a little responsibility here. I'm the first to admit, how did we let our kids start eating Tide Pods? Snorty condoms. And just, well, you know what? That's what the kids do now. What? In my day, if I grew up and I snorted a condom and my old man saw me doing that or even thought I was doing something that dumb... Oh, you'd be beat. Oh, buddy. Buddy, there's no way that would have became a fad in my day. It just wouldn't. But, again, it comes back to, and you've mentioned it before, the whole disrespectful thing with uh, the generation of today. But that's a whole other subject. I don't want to get off subject. Although that that is stupid, personified. But we've kind of already covered that. But, again, though, that's a good example of what I'm talking about. The cycle of stupidity. And how I say it's a disease. And I'm not saying people, I'm perfect because I've done some dumb shit as well. Just like everybody else. You know, I don't, I don't fucking get on people for making dumbass choices. It's the people that make the dumbass choices every day constantly. Constantly. And it ends up affecting everybody else. And they're just fucking dumb. That one slacker. You know, and... I would like to think the people that listen to us... You know, they're not that dumb. I like to think they're at least blue-collar people. You know? They're they're grounded in reality. (sighs) These are just things... That I've been thinking about... In the past few days. And... Man... I just don't see a fix here. And 
Speaking of stupid, here's another problem why I don't think stupid can be fixed or we're ever getting rid of it. The internet. There's a lot of dumbass shit. Oh, that's its own fucking part of its history in itself. The internet stupid? Oh my god. I think it makes people more <laughs> dumb. fake news to fucking like... I have people that tell me <coughs> on a daily basis that like they hear this on Facebook and... This is real, but I look it up and it's like, this is fake as shit. <laughs> like Trump's fucking $80,000 bounty on oh, his head. Oh, dude, no, $80 million. Could you <coughs> imagine was fake. that shit? If that was real, though, Global could you News imagine? confirmed that it was fake. <coughs> like, there's no way Iran would be like, yeah, we need someone to assassinate Trump. <coughs> if you make it back to Iran from the United States, we'll pay you this. Yeah, but you know what? They figured it out. It would actually only cost the Iranians one dollar piece Iranian to come up with that money to get rid of Trump. I read that somewhere, even though it was fake news. Like, basically, it wasn't out of the realm of possibility. Right down to uh, that one kid that went into fucking the forest in Japan there and fucking videotaped some... Bodies that were hanging from trees. What? Jay Paul. I think that was his name. Yeah, Jay Paul. <coughs> he walked into that fucking, fucking shit online. It was. It was. It's very hard to find now. Oh. But he walked into the suicide forest in Japan. Right. And he went camping in there and found dead bodies and fucked with them and pretty much like China wanted to fucking kill him. What? He is banned from ever coming back to Japan or whatever. Where's this guy from originally? He's from, uh, I believe, the United States. <clears throat> That's mess. He did this all for YouTube. See, there's a good example of stupid. First off, dude, think about it. Well, what it goes, kind of mojo are you disturbing you can, by doing that do, in the first place? You can do place? that. You can go from that to the idiots that just got arrested now. For slaughtering that deer with the fucking... When they fucking shot it and kicked oh, it. Oh, yeah, that was brutal. Cut its fucking antler off or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right down to that, man. The internet is just fucked. It is the source of stupidity sometimes, I swear to God. Oh, and let's face it. We use it, but who cares? Everybody uses it. But again, Facebook. Goddamn Facebook. Because there... Anybody who's a fucking moron or an idiot can get on Facebook and, hey, again, it comes back to you. You know how that spreads. You go wrap this shit up. No. Yeah, you do, because you're at two hours and 30 minutes. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. Am I? The above. So wrap this shit up. Good. Well, I got a couple more points, and then we'll wrap this up. Let's see how I get through this. So, I guess... The only real solution to ever getting rid of stupidity is breaking the cycle. And you can't do that, I guess, because... Without a gladiator ring. And there's the internet, and then there's... And let's not forget, good old word of mouth. You know, there's always in the neighborhood that one fucking family. You know, they somehow escape from the trailer, and they end up in your fucking neighborhood. And I don't think I need to elaborate anymore on that. You can use your own imagination. If you... Okay. So, I guess the final question would be, since there's no real solution, how do you shield yourself from it? I guess, you know what? Go out live in the middle of the fucking woods with uh, no power and no fucking uh, 
contact with the outside world, motherfucker. And then I guess, uh, hey, that's how you avoid stupidity, I suppose. And then the only stupidity you'd have to worry about in that scenario is your own. You know what? Maybe those motherfuckers had the right idea. What, like those bush people? Yeah, you know, the Alaskan bush motherfuckers that shit you see on Discovery. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they found the real answer to getting stupidity out of their lives. No. Hmm. Food for thought. Yeah, see? Now your gears are turning. Yeah, but that's, that's another episode. Yeah, well, we're see, already exceeding. You're going to be thinking about it all next week. So, next week, this is uh, so I can wrap this up. Let me just briefly say that next week we're going to be back. I'm going to be talking about video games. We're going to be talking about animation and TV and movies, so that'll be fun. We're loads of fun. We're going to have five fun facts about weed and we all know how much we love weed at this podcast oh yeah damn right and you never know we might have a surprise or two who knows so i guess motherfuckers until then and now for extra bonus footage now is the time that we do this sound check right now right now yeah yeah Mm. Cause it's mm. the sound test mm. up in mm. the neighborhood, mm. and it's Sunday, mm. and we're doing the mm. sound check. <laughs> hey, you're breaking it down. Hammer time. So I'm walking down the street, and I shit mm. in my pants. Mm. It's running down my leg, mm. and it goes in my sock. Mm. Now I shit in my sock. Mm-mm. Now I say the shit in my sock, mm. only in my sock. Ew. Can you find squishy and soft? Ew. Shit in my sock. Where's the peanuts? Ooh, there's some crusty corn in my sock. Because I shit corn. in my sock. Crusty corn. Once I go to the corner store, I get a new pair of socks. But I don't change my shitty pair of pants. Cause I got shit in my socks. Squishy, squashy, squish in my socks. <laughs> that is an original Budman flick. <coughs> Hi there. Budman here, the tech man from Nothing Sacred Podcast. If you like what you heard, like and subscribe to join the cult of motherfuckers. And send us feedback through Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and our website. If you have something for our lovely segments such as... Five fun facts about... Or... It's on the net. Or it's in the news. Or that's history. Let us know. And as always... Beyond!